Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 13. And it's Friday, so it's the lucky 13th episode on Friday. The real date is February 28th, so my first shout out goes to my niece, Katie. She's an adventurer in Mongolia. Wow. Let's see, she was born in 1990. This is 2014, so she's 24. How about that? How time flies. Happy birthday, Katie. But I'm letting go, I'm letting go, it's a history that never really grows, I'm letting go, I'm letting go, it's a silent wind that never Yesterday's episode, I told you that I went hiking up the mountain despite the threat of storming and looming clouds and rain. Well, the promised storm did hit us big time this last evening, and this morning it was raining in absolute buckets. I mean, not sprinkles, not sheets, absolute buckets of water pouring down on Southern California. Oh my goodness, we could really use it because we have a drought situation around here, but it was so wet. We actually got flash flood warnings around that time, and there's been a bit of a break, so I decided to take advantage of it, pull on my hiking boots, run to Descanso Garden, which is a local botanic, botanical garden near my home, and it has some good shelters as well as some cement paths as well as off-trail paths for me to explore while I'm trying to podcast in between rain showers. I'm having another adventure. So yes, this is kind of like daily adventure tales, only it's my own personal adventure today. And when's the last time you guys went out and did something just for the heck of it? Not to burn calories, not to please your friends, not to please your spouse, not to please your boss, just something for you for the heck of it. That's kind of what I'm doing today. I'm out stomping in puddles with my hiking boots like a little kid. I'm having fun. In fact, my selfie picture of the day, if you go to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day 13, you'll see that I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> maneuver like an acrobat so I can get a selfie with me and a duck because I was sitting by one of the little water canals that exist in this park by a little tiny waterfall because I thought it looked cool when all of a sudden I hear this big kerplop, splash, splash, splash and there's a mallard duck and his mate and they are having the best time playing in the water just the best time ever so I said, oh, I wonder if I can catch a glimpse of him and me well, if you ever do a selfie and you don't have huge long arms (laughs) it's really tough but today's selfie happens to be me with the little tail end of that Mr. Mallard and then right below I show you a snapshot of the duck playing in the water but it was really a lot of fun to play with the ducks and watch them splash so that made me feel really good another thing that made me feel good was my second shout out of the day hey Miss Crystal this is your second shout out in a row hooray and to you Crystal's supportive husband double shout out hooray Crystal took advantage of Bravery Day and left me a comment on day 12 about her success with a situation that I think happens to all of us. Now, I'm going to tell you a tip that I commented back to Crystal 
because I wanted to, besides share the tip with you, but let you know that when you comment, it makes me think of things and gives me stuff to talk about to the broader podcast audience who may not have the bravery or the will or the desire to come post online. But Crystal is a, a critical care nurse, and so they work really long hours, and she happened to run into one of those donuts in the break room situations. And she did well. She remembered her goals, and she didn't eat those donuts. She came home, found out that I gave her a shout-out, and felt really happy about that. That makes me happy that that made you happy, Crystal. It also reminded me of one of my favorite tricks. Now in the compulsive overeating rainbow, there's a lot of reasons why you might be overeating. And maybe that's a topic for another time, but there's, there's many reasons. And some of them are deeply emotional and you are trying to hide from yourself. Some of them are just plain out stress related and eating food to a compulsive overeater of any description is a way to mitigate stress. It, gives you a temporary fix for the problem. Unfortunately, it kind of gives you a bigger problem in the end because you don't feel good about yourself when you give in to something like that. And there's also the plain, this food is really delicious and I just want some. So this tip kind of works for two of those situations there. And that is, I carry with me this tiny little notebook. I call it Lori's Treat Notebook. (laughs) So when I run into unexpected food, like donuts in a break room, I stop and I think about it. How would it feel if I eat this donut right now, this minute? Am I going to sit down, you know, pour myself a fresh cup of coffee, really enjoy it, breathe, think it through? If I'm at work, probably not. If I'm at work and I run into unexpected donuts or candy dishes or anything else, I'm probably just going to stuff it in my mouth as fast as I can, maybe take a few for later and get the heck out of there. Now, I don't know about you, but that isn't the best way to enjoy a freshly baked donut. So I contrast that thought with this other thought. What if I were out in a wonderful sit-in bakery where you can pick the freshly baked pastry of your choice and you can have a cup of freshly brewed coffee or tea or a glass of milk, however you like the beverage to go with your donut or pastry. And I'm sitting there either by myself or with my loved ones or with my friends, and I have a chance to like smell the aroma of this donut, feel the texture of the donut. I'm going to take a small taste and let it sit on my tongue there. Oh my goodness, that is the best donut. Now, Compare that to gobbling it down as fast as you can and getting back to your duties at work, which takes more advantage of enjoying a lovely donut. Chances are you would say scenario number two. So if that's the case, what I do is I write down in Lori's little treat book, fresh donut, and I put it on my calendar to get together with my friends or my husband and find myself a great bakery, or pie shop, or ice creamery, or pizza joint, whatever it is that was the unexpected thing. If it was, you know, Snickers bars in the candy jar at work, I go to our chocolatier here, Seize Candy, where they make the best fresh chocolates ever. But I go to that location, I make the very best scenario that I can, I purchase one serving of it, and I really enjoy it. So you're saying, how does this little notebook help you? Well, 
Crystal did an awesome job, and she did not give in to you know giving up her long-term goals for a short-term gain. She did not let those donuts beat her, even in a stressful environment. But what I found, too, is that by writing this down in Lori's treat book, I'm making a decision, instead of not getting it at all, which can bring up those feelings of deprivation, like everyone else here gets to eat these donuts. My boss is going to have hurt feelings if I don't eat his donuts. Again, people pleasing. I really want this donut. I hate what's going on. I'm really stressed. I don't know when I'm going to get to eat. You know, instead of having that kind of white knuckle feeling, instead I get the feeling of I, Lori, am choosing not to eat this treat now, but you know what? That treat does look awfully good, so I am going to choose to eat it later in the best possible circumstances. Feel the difference of that choice instead of like, no, I don't get to have it. Oh, no, and your little inner child is stomping their feet. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm just really pissed off. I don't get it. Instead, you kind of come in with yourself and say, what are the very best circumstances where I can enjoy this treat? The adult you kind of comes out, the gourmet you, the one that might love food. And then you're going to satisfy that part of you. I can just feel it in myself right now that my stress would come down. Instead of thinking about all of the terrible things at work, I would spend a few moments planning about, oh, maybe I'll go to that place with the cute checkered tablecloth, or maybe I'd like to see my friend Jane who I haven't seen for a while. Maybe she'd enjoy a nice fresh French pastry with me. That might be something fun. It takes you out of the stress moment and it keeps you from feeling deprived. Now that's my trick. I'd love it if you, if you have a great trick or a technique or something you've done to get over unexpected donuts at work or other things, if you would come comment on that thread on compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day 12. It would be really fun to have a lot of different ideas in one place. Or if you're super, super brave, call the Bravery Compulsive Overeating Hotline. <laughs> that number is 206-350-6445. I would love to hear your tip and put it on a podcast. I do, I'm getting a little bit tired hearing just myself, but that's another story. So Crystal, well done. The third shout out for today is for my good online friend, Cheryl. I told you in day 12 that she has a blog called Wellsprings and Dragonfly Wings. And this, she's opened it up to the public and she's made the brave decision, talk about Bravery Day, to write out her compulsive overeating feelings the same way that I'm podcasting whatever I feel. She's writing her truth. And you all know how scary that is. Bad enough, I'm just talking off the top of my head. But Cheryl, who's a really gifted writer, is actually writing it down in black and white, her true emotional feelings. And the last post she did is amazingly brave. Really wonderful example of getting down under an eating situation that's causing you pain. Because if you're using your food, like I told you before, I will use food and feeling fat and overeating so I can take my focus away from the real problem that's uncomfortable and I don't want to deal with. That might be too painful for me. So my subconscious lorry kicks in and turns me into a raving food maniac who feels fat. 
because then I can move my attention away from the thing that was hurting me to this comfortable thing that's hurting me also, but it's more comfortable, more dealable. It's not as emotionally raw and awful. You know, a lot of people feel fat. A lot of people have food issues. A lot of people have that. How many people are struggling like with a relationship issue or an issue about your own character or something that if you speak up, it's going to change your entire life or, you know, just dealing with things that are very, very uncomfortable. Well, Cheryl was struggling with something that might be classified as that. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you want to know, go to her blog. And I'll put the link on our show notes here. And also you can search for Wellsprings and Dragonfly Wings. And that's another point that I wanted to make for you today. If you think that blogging would help you, if you don't have a blog already, you can go to WordPress, W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S dot com, and you can get a blog for free with them. Now, it'll have a little bit of advertising on it, but so what? Get a start. See how you like it. And it makes it really easy to post your feelings. And you can make it a private blog or a public blog. If it's a public blog and you'd like, send me the link in some manner, either emailing me at laurie at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com. Leave it as part of your comments as your website. Leave it on the Bravery voicemail line. Any which way. And I will put you on the show notes and mention you on the show if you want others to come see your blog or your project but however you do it whether it's talking out loud like I'm doing writing in your blog like Cheryl's doing finding a friend or even having a meditation place where you just sit and review these situations and let the feelings come up whenever we get to the root of the actual underlying issue that's triggering an emotional overeating episode the food has less power so let's say, for example, that your coworker has these malt ball candies sitting in a candy jar along with really stale penny candy, what we like little Tootsie Rolls and things like that in the candy jar. And you get stressed at work. And so when you go by there, you are eating these candies and they're not even something that you would like to eat. But you realize that the real issue is you're having a stress issue with your coworker, and you don't want to have to go directly to your coworker and deal with it. So every time the coworker is pissing you off, you find yourself gravitating to the candy jar. Now let's just pretend that somehow you got it within you to admit to yourself, you know, this is the coworker that's bothering me. Now even if you're not super brave right now to go head to head and go have a nice chat with the coworker, or deal with it in some other manner, even just admitting to yourself, every time I'm stressed about this coworker, I am heading for this candy jar and eating candies that I don't even particularly like. Well, when you see the candies again, they're going to look different. When you see the candies, it's going to remind you of the coworker. Now, that doesn't feel good. You didn't want to deal with the coworker anyway, but the candies will become candy again. So unless they happen to be candies that you absolutely love and maybe you want to have one and savor it, you're going to see them as they are. The old stale candies in the candy dish because they can no longer shield you from the truth that what this was all about was the coworker. So that's why doing emotional work on your emotional eating issues 
really helps free you. It isn't like it gives you extra willpower to power pie the candy jar or power past the donuts or give up the second piece of pizza. If one of the reasons that you're overeating today is emotionally based, getting to the root of it, following that painful trail, no matter how hard it is, even for yourself, just following that trail down to its root takes the power away from the food. You still might like to eat the food, but you're not going to subconsciously go to it. And when you see that food, it's not going to feel the same. At that point, it's really going to be more about a food decision or a conscious decision. I don't want to deal with situation X, so I'm going to eat this food. But if you're going to eat food instead of dealing with the coworker, why not go out and get yourself a really luscious piece of candy from somewhere or go to the store and get yourself the candy bar that's your absolute favorite. You know? If you're going to eat over it, eat something good. Anyway, this is me out in the rainy day at Descanso Garden. I think that maybe I better skedaddle before the rains come back and I get stuck in the flash flood here or the thunder comes while I'm under the trees. But I wanted to wish you all a happy last day of February. I hope that you're doing well. Take care of yourselves. I care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. And there I'll sit, I'll admit that I was only just a guest inside my skin. And by the dawn, I'll be gone and won't be holding on. Silence.